Well, <laughs> here we are. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I'll kick us off. Welcome okay. to Four for Gore. Welcome. Season two, episode three. Mm-hmm. And I'm Colleen. I'm Jill. And we're here to talk to you about horror movies. Yeah. And ruin them for you. Well, spoil so them. many spoils. Spo- and maybe ruin. <laughs> yes, very much so. Maybe. We may be ruining someone's day right now. Yeah. And we haven't even started talking about the movie yet. That's true. So true. We actually, it's very possible that some of the things that come out of our mouth could ruin you. Maybe they have a glove on because it's cold now and they can't change the podcast and like, Shit. to a different one. Their screen's not shit about picking the up smart- their finger. Mm. Yeah, shit about those smart gloves. I was just going to say that. I have a pair of smart gloves. I just don't know where they are. Yeah, they don't work. No. I have a pair. <laughs> just <laughs> they frustrates don't. me. Mine are too big for my hands. Like, yeah. they're, like the fingers are too big. So like it's extra glove on top of everything else. You have to cinch it back with your surrounding phalanges. Yes, it's uh-huh. terrible. I know. So they kind of suck. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. So I'm actually, leave... you just ruined my day. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to leave one on the ground. Okay. It's black glove on the ground time. Oh, so not only is it Q-tips for you, but you also see black gloves. It's seasonal. Oh, <laughs> Q-tips. God, I've told you that. <laughs> I guess I forgot. Q-tips, spring, summer. <laughs> Gloves, late fall, winter. <laughs> I love spring thaw. I'm like, where? here are all the Q-tips. I'm like, people aren't cleaning their hair holes on the go in the winter. I guess not. But Maybe because they, they be. have their hats on. And their earmuffs. And their stupid ass gloves that don't work for their phones, so they don't want a Q-tip with it. I don't want to trust it. Then you can't. No. That's, oh my God, I didn't know. I guess I forgot about the black gloves. Keep your eyes on the ground and bump into a lot of people and irritate them. Because that's what I do. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Jill does see a lot of Q-tips oh, on the ground. Like, thank you for, yeah. Yeah, just in case you're wondering what the <laughs> heck that was all about. So Jill sees them all the time to the point where she, I'm pretty sure you could probably um, like uh, make a collage on your wall of just all the Q-tips that you found on the ground and cover an entire wall of just pictures of that. Do you remember one hour photo? Yes. That's what that reminded me of. Remember? <laughs> when yes. Robin Williams makes the family oh, that's collage. so creepy. Well, on my wall. It's Q-tips. It's all Q-tips. Q-tips. People think I'm faking it. And no. I'm like, look at the cement behind that thing. It's different every yes, time. it is. And the one time I came home from work, I had two under my car where I, I parked. I do remember. I think you took a picture of that one as well. It was a well. bonus I'm round. Sure I like crawled under. I got a creeper, like a mechanic, and rolled <laughs> under to get the picture. <laughs> I'm always like, wait, the last person walking. Because I have I to. I just hit the micro, the thing. Oh, we heard it. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about we that, We have folks. microphones. We have microphones and they work. It's very exciting. So welcome to Four for Gore. Yeah, welcome. I know we said it earlier, but just, it's funny. <laughs> say it again. Just say it again, our name that, of the podcast. Hashtag Q-tip and on the go, follow yeah. it. Yes. Or do whatever you do with fucking hashtags. <laughs> I still don't understand. You on our Instagram, then, I'm like, I don't know. You're like, I just do what you ask me to. Yes. You're like, more hashtags, please. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> more people will see our stuff. <laughs> You're like, okay, sure. Hashtag me. <laughs> I don't know what to put. And I make them up and they're too obscure. Oh, that's so funny. But hashtag Q-tip and on the goes picking up. And I'm sure it is. So I'm going to let you start off your life updates because I personally really need to hear this story because I have not heard it yet. So it's everybody's hearing this story at the same time. It better be good now. I'm excited. Um, okay. So typically, this would be the portion of the program where we would do Jill's book nook. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is it, we are, by the way, but it's like a slightly expanded version. <laughs> I was about to say we better 
Dude, Jill's book nook. Yeah. Well, it's like an all-encompassing, okay. you know, update okay. as far as my life mare goes. So uh, one morning recently, I woke up with chest pain and difficulty breathing. <laughs> I'm laughing. You, you all can't see me, but I'm shaking my head and closing my eyes. <laughs> I'm laughing at your reaction, not my symptoms. I was worried. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but like, by no means am I in shape. Like, I haven't taken a walk to see a Q-tip in like a million years. So by no means am I in shape. You know what I mean? But, like, I usually can sit on my couch and flip through a cooking magazine without being winded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Typically. That's good. Yeah. 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 Um, And so I was, like, gasping for breath. And, mm-hmm. like, I just felt like I couldn't get my lungs there. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, shit. So, of course, you know, I call MedExpress. And I'm like, so maybe I'm being a little paranoid. A little covid noia. You know, a little COVID noia. I like that. Just a smidge. I was like, "Can you get me in for maybe a nose swabby?" And they're like, "No, it's t- <laughs> it's two it's- p.m. One, we're out of tests today, biatch. Like, call before two p.m. Heart pain. Like, why are you waiting? <laughs> why are you calling someone? That's the vibe I was getting, by the way, from everyone I talked to. And I say everyone. I called a couple places, and they're like, "Everyone's like, why are you calling us?" <laughs> They're We're like, not the ones. You know ladies don't get the numb left arm thing, right? Girl, <laughs> go to the ER, idiot. Sitting here telling me you have chest pain and you can't breathe. So I was like, well, okay, reluctant. They tell me, you know what I mean? Like, go to the hospital. Just tell, given what you're describing, go. Right. Go to the ER. So I go to the nearest ER. It was bougie. It was awesome. <laughs> the best ER experience I've ever had. Really? Yeah, hands down. Oh, that's actually really good. Even the ones I that you've dragged hate me. The ER. You've dragged me in there before. Yes, I have. I had to tell you to go. I well, had to like, like convince you that it's okay for me to come pick you up because you couldn't. You were like toppled over in pain. You dragged me and then carried me in. Yes, it was a two-parter. Yeah. Yeah. They stole my appendix. <laughs> so I go to the hospital. Actually, I called the hospital. And that was the other person that was like, maybe, like, come see us. <laughs> maybe so you I, should come here. So we drove across the bridge and went. And the next thing I know, my butt cheeks are hanging out the back of a gown. <laughs> I'm like, well, I did not <laughs> Sorry, see not this coming that. at all today. Like, she handed me, they put me in a little room, right? A great Saturday. And, yeah, a little brisk Saturday in more ways than one. Yeah. Right? And they put me in a room, and then she handed me one, and I was like, really? This thing? Like, I was, like, perky and upbeat. I'm like, I don't care about my chest pain. It's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can you help me tie this? Um, no, I didn't ask anybody to. I just held it shut the whole time I was there. <laughs> they offered. I was like, like, it's okay. I got I was this. like, I like the breeze. I did get a COVID test. Mm. Um so I got that, and okay. it was the partial lobotomy version. Oh, God. So yeah. it tickled your brain. Duh, it doesn't tickle. I opened my eyes, just tears. Just I'm sure. I mean, it's, it's it was really, nasty. It really goes up there. Big time. I didn't know I went up that high. Ooh. I was like, oh, it's got to be close to, no, not done yet. <laughs> like, it was so bad. So anywho, um, next thing I know, I'm bedded, right? They brought me in some warm blankets. Literally out of the dryer. A nurse comes in and visits me to take some blood and IV me up, which is totally fine. Oh, God. Well, because Jill. they were worried because I had ele- escal- or, uh, elevated heart rate yeah. and they wanted to look at my chest. And I was like, I'm nervous to be in a hospital, so my heart's beating faster. And I don't yeah. exercise anymore and I just walked up a hill. So, yeah. hi. <laughs> here I am. They're like, can we charge you out the ass for some x-rays, please? Because we're like <laughs> bored in here, surprisingly. It was really like, empty in there. It was really weird. So, uh, well, I mean, it's COVID. Anyway, I like despite tattoos and piercings, like I do not like having blood drawn and I hate getting IVs. Like I know that's never 
anybody's favorite. I'm right there. I'm right there with you. But so cut to I brought Gerald's game along with me. Oh, no. Along with me on my field trip. And I figured I should just distract myself while they're like, you know, poking around on my arm and everything. Oh, God. Yeah. So during that process, uh, I found out I'm called what the nurses said. And I quote, a hard stick. No. Because I know what that means. I have little baby veins and they couldn't get in there the way they needed to. So they had to give it a go four times. But here's the thing. Meanwhile, I'm like balls deep and page turn in my book. Like I'm into it. Oh, no. Big time. And needle in. I'm page turning, blood's a flowing, right? Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. In the book and on my arm. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. Next thing I know, the needle bursts <gasps> out of my arm. <gasps> and blood sh- by the way, this is gross. So if anyone wants to <laughs> Oh yeah, I guess we should I didn't know where this was going, but I mean it is a hospital story, so if you are queasy, maybe just skip a little bit. Fifteen like, seconds or so. Yeah, that's More probably than that. yeah. well I'm long winded, okay. so okay. Fair enough. Um, so the needle busts out of my arm and blood shoots all over my hospital blanket right as I'm reading the goriest the part, part the of part? the yes Ugh. of the book. Ugh. And the nurse looks up at me and she's like, Oh my god, did you see that? Are you okay? <laughs> and the blood in my face, I felt it go away and hit my stomach and bounce back up and I just started laughing and then I was normal. It came back negative which is why I'm able to be here in front of your face. Right. Which yeah. is fantastic. I had one other quick Yeah, and I know I just took a really long time to tell that story no, no, but no, this, no, that's is, fine. this is very brief. Um, I have a... <laughs> I'm pick on you so bad. Oh, no. I have a spoiler alert for us before we even begin discussing the movie this time around. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, to our audience, to yeah. our audience, yeah. if you aren't already following our Instagram, then I'm upset, and you should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but if for no other reason than because I was uh, posting slow reveal photos of my diamond, <laughs> my diamond <laughs> painting... <laughs> And I was, like, trying to get, you know, folks to engage, have fun. Like, hey, guys, why don't you guess what this is? Colleen busts in (laughs) out of nowhere and totally fucking guesses it, leaving the fun for fans just off in the fallen by the wayside. Just straight up busted in and guessed it. And I was laughing so hard. I'm like, it was like there was a big, and I'm not saying that our audience is a group of eight-year-olds. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) <laughs> It'd be so inappropriate. Right? But it was like there was a group of eight-year-olds at a party, and one adult was like, guys, we have a surprise for you, and that you bust in and go, it's cake! And just ruin it for everyone. <laughs> no one else guessed. I died. Oh. I died. But am I right? My life updates. You know what's really sad? So I... I, I told you that, um, so, well, I'll tell you one thing. I didn't have Wi-Fi for a little bit before Jill got here, and it was the most traumatic experience of my life. Um, not really, but you realize how much you need it and how much you use it, and then once it's gone, you're like, oh, shit. Someone in Bangladesh is listening right now, and they're like, <laughs> I don't even have food. <laughs> you're upset about your Wi-Fi. So our router was acting up. Our router was, like, having a moment. They've called them and talk to them and they're like yeah you have to come like get a new router because you're using 27 devices for wi-fi literally (laughs) he started to name them to me 
like all the devices and his fingers just kept going up and then he'd start over on the other hand again. Like that's how many devices we use in this house that have to have Wi-Fi. He's like the refrigerator, like the blender. Every, <laughs> everything. It's ridiculous. So I was like, okay. So he goes to pick that up. Well, just as he's walking out of the house before you got here, I was like, wait, I haven't printed my notes yet. And he was like, oh, well, can you like use the iPad? And I was like, I mean, I can. And then he's like, do you want me to plug it in real quick? And I was like, no, they're going to close soon. Like, just go take care of it. Like, But then he came back in time before we, you know, we were having our technical difficulties as we do. So there's life update number one. We decorated. Saw. which, uh, Yeah, which is the first time in many years that I've decorated this early. Yeah. Don't come for me. I'm not a huge Christmas person. I like it. I enjoy it, but I don't decorate the day after fucking Thanksgiving like a lot of people. And you watch Nightmare Before Christmas at Halloween. Yes. So <laughs> that tells you something about I watched me. it the other day. I thought of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a Halloween movie. So <laughs> but we did start to decorate, and we, ha- we, <laughs> we have to finish our, our Grinch that's outside. Jill saw him as she drove up. And take a selfie with him. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a Grinch like uh, cutout, and he's he's in the front yard. I'm sure many people have seen this, and we just have to attach little lights to his hands and make it look like he's pulling lights off of our house, and that's our decorations. Other, there, pardon me, other than the lights that are in the that are in the windows. You should take your neighbor's lights and string it to him. That'd it, be funny. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I'd have to probably get. I mean, Mike probably wouldn't care. No, but, yeah, just don't ask. I mean, that'd yeah, be and silly. Corey doesn't. Corey doesn't decorate the outside. He decorates the inside of his house. That'd be an interesting twist. That would it? be hilarious. Just just leave this window open. His Are you door, okay with that? His doors Corey, flapping okay open. That? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Okay. So before we get into it, we do have something that we have to announce and a big shout out needs to go out because last time we unfortunately were stupid and completely forgotten. We're so sorry. We tried to do a shout out on our Instagram and I think I posted something on Twitter, but we have a big shout out. Do you want to, do you want to go ahead and say it? No, I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah. Well, in case, you should have probably already noticed that we have some new kick-ass theme music. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to say thank you to the person who, what, composed? Yes. Did I say composed? Yes, absolutely composed. Yeah. So uh, we want to thank Brian McLaughlin. Thank you, sir. Yes, because um, we reached out. Well, I shouldn't say Dave reached out mm-hmm. and got the the uh, the uh, the okay. Yeah, I'll do this. Absolutely. We actually got quite a bit of material, and we chose on we chose on this. So it, it was a tough call. It was dude. very tough. Yeah. It was very tough. So uh, the funky carpenter one. That's the name <laughs> of it. Um, which I once again gave him a shout out on our Instagram. So um, Brian, thank you so much. If you're listening to this, don't know if you started from the beginning and now you're here. He's off listening to his own music. He's like, go fuck off. He's like, I don't need to listen to you guys. (laughs) Fuck that. Thank you again, sir. So thank you so much. So season two, episode three, title is Creep Show. We watched Creep Show. (laughs) So if you didn't go and watch it, well, now's your time to watch it. But if you don't want to be spoiled, well, they missed out first and foremost. It's too late now. Yeah. And I just have to say that uh, as I was watching this, I realized that I've seen a lot of this before. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, I've huh. seen like bits and pieces of it on on TV I think before. The release came out on November 12th, 1982. Of course, it's rated R. The synopsis is an anthology which tells five terrifying tales inspired by the EC horror comic books of the 1950s. And then as always, how did it do in the box office? So something I pulled from Wikipedia 
Um, in its opening weekend, Creepshow grossed $5,870,889 from 1,127 theaters, ranking number one at the U.S. box office, replacing First Blood in the top spot, and had a five-day total of $8,003,017. That's awesome. Yeah. The budget was eight million. Opening weekend, it made five point nine million, and it opened on eleven. Uh, eleven opening weekend was eleven fourteen nineteen eighty two. The gross overall that it made was twenty one million, and then the cumulative worldwide gross, as always, usually is the same twenty one million. It was released on VHS. Hmm? Uh, the film was first released in nineteen eighty three on VHS and CED video disc. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so the production company was United Film Distribution Company, or UFDC, Laurel Show Incorporated, and Creepshow Films Incorporated. The running time was 120 minutes, which it did not feel like that. It felt like it just went mm-hmm. like that. Um, director was, was George A. Romero, Woo! one of Jill's loves. Writer Stephen King for Woo! the original screenplay, which we both love. Now, here comes the part that I just did not... I could have made this easier, and I didn't. I got lazy, as I always do when there's a lot of people in a movie. Yeah. And with it being multiple... <laughs> I agreed. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> she really guys, sucks at this. Guys, isn't she the worst? She ever? sucks. She's <laughs> starring a shit ton of people. Mm-hmm. Okay? So there's Hall Holbrook as Henry Northrup, uh, who's in the segment of The Crate. Adrian Barbu who plays Wilma Northrup, and she's also in The Crate. Fritz Weaver plays Dexter Stanley, who's in The Crate. Leslie Nielsen. Oh, my God. Love him so much. Oh, my God. He's the best. So good. Uh, Richard Vickers, uh, who who is in the Something to Tide You Over. Carrie Nye, who is Sylvia Grantham, who's in Father's Day. E.G. Marshall, who plays Upson Pratt in They're Creeping Up on You. That's the name of that segment. Okay. <laughs> I didn't put that one in there. I That's like the one that I didn't pay. You know how like the titles went really fast at the beginning? At least I thought that they were kind of fast. I made up my own. Oh. <laughs> that's even better. I'll share them with you. <laughs> that's fantastic. I hope so. I'll share them with who's listening too. Yes. Mm. Oh, good. Please do. Yeah. So Vivica Lind- Lindfors played Aunt Bedelia in Father's Day. Ed Harris played Hank Blaine in Father's Day. <laughs> I fucking love Ed Harris. <laughs> Ted Danson, which by the way, I want to scream it on top of the mountaintops that last time you and I were talking about Ted Danson being in this movie and we were like, he was in Cheers, but I don't remember his <laughs> name. And you and I sat there for like fucking ever, try- but today I could remember Cliff. Um, we sat there forever and could not fucking say his name and then what did I do? Hours later I texted Jill, in all caps. In she all screamed caps. It. She screamed it in my face then, and she did it today, I too. I did it. I was like, it's Sam. So, yes, uh, we apologize that we just could not. And for whatever reason, I didn't look it up, because whatever. It's fun to figure it out. I know, and I did it. Don't- so there's Harry Wentworth, who's who's Ted Danson, and he's in Something something to Tide You Over. Stephen King plays Jordy <laughs> Verrill in The Lonesome Death of Jordy Verrill, which is pretty obvious. Wah-wah. Uh, <laughs> Warner Shook plays Richard Grantham in Father's Day. Robert Harper plays Charlie Garrison in The Crate. Elizabeth Regan Reagan plays Cass Blaine in Father's Day. Galen Ross plays Be- Becky Vickers in Something to Tide You Over. If anything, are you guys following who goes with who? Because that's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> like John Lormer played Nathan Grantham in Father's Day. Don Kiefer 
Mike the Sutherland? janitor. Sutherland? No. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. Don Kiefer Sutherland? <laughs> yes. That's his son. We're finally on the same page right yes, now. Yes, I know, as far right? As the cast At least goes. you know. Yeah. <laughs> he's Mike the janitor in the crate. Bingo O'Malley plays Jordy's dad, and he's in cameos in The Lonesome Death of Jordy Verrill. I swear to God, we're almost done. John Amplas is Nathan's corpse in Father's Day. I didn't know that there was a corpse. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I mean, shit, that was dumb to say. Yes, it I did. It was just a stunt I, corpse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. Uh, David Early is just white. They're creeping up on us. Nan Mogg plays Mrs. Danvers in Father's Day. Uh, Iva Jean Saraceni Saraceni plays Billy's mother in the prologue, prologue and epilogue. Joe Hill plays Billy in the prologue epilogue mm-hmm. as Joe King. Yeah. Um, and then Christine... Joe King plays Joe... Wait, what? No. <laughs> I Wait, what? There's... Joe King. He just says Joe King. Yeah, it real, just says Bill, then in real is, life. Then why does he say as Joe King? Because well, Billy's Joe King. That Joe. It sounds like I'm saying joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bad name to name a child, I guess. Yeah, Ste- Joe King. Stephen hadn't thought of it. Oh, it's Stephen King's son. Who That's plays his Billy? Son? Huh? Oh, I have thoughts. He's also a uh, an author. I have thoughts about his son. In that movie. I'll get to it. Uh-oh. I'll get to it. Christine Forrest is Tabitha Raymond in The Crate. Chuck Aber is Richard Raymond in The Crate. The rest are pretty much The Crate almost. Uh, Cletus Anderson is the host in The Crate. Katie, we don't care about these people. There's a maid, whatever. So host, a maid, who cares? Um, <laughs> and then Peter Messer is Yarbrough in Father's Day. I don't remember that person. And then these two are definitely important to mention because I've met one of them. Marty Schiff is Garbage Man number one in the epilogue and Tom Savini is Garbage Man number two in the epilogue. And if you need me to tell you who I've met, then go back and listen to the episode of uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping with Romero's tradition of filming and and filming in and around the Pittsburgh area, most of the film was shot in an empty all-girls school located outside Greensburg, Pennsylvania. Mm. The school was converted into a film studio, and the episodes The Lonesome Death of Jordy Verrill and the and They're Creeping Up on You, as well as the prologue and epilogue, were filmed in in their entirety at the former school film the the former school. I can't even freaking do this. Filming took place at the Greensburg location throughout 1981. For the crate specifically, most of the interior and exterior shots of the university sequence were filmed at Carnegie Mellon University. Romero is a Carnegie Mellon University alumni. Hmm. Alumnus, it says. With Margaret Morrison Hall serving as Amberson Hall. Now, I've never been to Carnegie Mellon, so I don't really know what this is, but I mean, I'm trying to picture it, I suppose. Oh, I guess, yeah, it's the crate. Sorry, I had to think of which one it was. Yeah, I guess it is a school, huh? Interesting. So the backyard party was filmed in Romero's own backyard as at his former residence on Amberson Avenue in Shadyside, Pennsylvania. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? I didn't know that. So Father's Day was filmed on location at a mansion in the Pittsburgh suburb of Fox Chapel, Pennsylvania, because that's all they fucking have over there is mansions. That place is gorgeous. Word. Um... Probably so many built-in bookcases in those oh places. Oh, my God. And, like, really cool nooks and shelves. Yep. Ugh. Right. And then Something to Tide You Over was filmed on location at Island Beach State Park, Berkeley Township, New Jersey. Oh. So. Um, I was I like, couldn't... we don't have that many crabs here. No. <laughs> we have river rats. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we definitely do not. The critics. So, 
In his review for the New York Times, Vincent Canby wrote, The best things about Creepshow are its carefully simulated comic book tackiness and the gusto with which some good actors assume silly positions. Horror film... I can't do this. Horror film purists may object to the the levity even though failed, as a lot of it is. So, maybe not the greatest um, thing about them. (laughs) Then we have Gary Gary Arnold in his review for the Washington Post wrote, Bleh. that's a copy and paste mistake. <laughs> okay, hold on. What one confronts in Creep Show is five five cons- consistently stale <clears throat> derivative horror vignettes of various lengths and defects. Why did he have to make it so like? Okay, anyways. It's got a rhythm to it. It does. In his review for The Globe and Mail, Jay Scott wrote, The Romero King collaboration has softened both the horror and the cynicism, but not by enough to betray the sources. Creepshow is almost as funny as a horrible, as and as horrible as the filmmakers would clearly love it to be. I always have such a hard time reading. I'm so sorry. I <laughs> clearly can't do this. It's the worst part of the show. So, <laughs> the absolute worst. Okay, the film has become a cult culture, a cult horror classic. Um, and then it says Bravo awarded in the 99th spot on their Bravo awarded it the 99th spot on their the 100 scariest movie moments, mostly for the scene with the cockroaches bursting out of Upston Pratt's body. I forgot about that. I love that documentary. Oh, that documentary? It I thought, is you, were, so I thought good. you were about to say that scene. No. <laughs> I was about to be like, get out. I have notes. But oh. no. Yeah. Like that, oh, that documentary is so good. And yeah. I can, you can find it on YouTube because I'll look it up every once in a while and just watch like 20 minutes of it because it is forever long. Oh, as far as uh, more critic stuff goes, for Roger Ebert, there was no, I couldn't find it on his actual like rogerebert.com. Mm-hmm. So per Wikipedia, Roger Ebert gave the film three out of four stars and wrote Romero and King have approached this movie with humor and affection as well as with an appreciation of the macabre. Love it. Metacritic gave it a five point, or no, excuse me. Oh my gosh. Metacritic for the meta score gave it 59 mm. out of 100. User score was 8.8 8 out of 10, so not that mm. bad. IMDb gave it a 6.9. Rotten Tomatoes a 73%, and then the audience scored it 68%. I'll take it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's and awesome. That's, that's that on that. Yeah? Yeah. Good stuff, especially the location stuff. The location stuff was awesome. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool And I laughed really hard when you said this is the worst part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Because I can never fucking read, even though I'm the one that typed it and read it out to begin with before I printed it, and I still always fuck it up. I just almost said we'll get you muzzy, but that's to learn another language. Remember that? No. Oh. (laughs) It's like, oh, never mind. It was like video, it's like VHSs to teach me how to learn French. And it was like the commercial was so brutal and I hated it because it it was a cartoon that kids would watch to learn, like I yeah. said, Francais. Yeah. And there was this little girl and I hated how she acted and she went, en deux, toi. And I always hated it. And I was I like, I took Spanish. <laughs> so. Um, it's the only George Romero film to open up at number one at the weekend box office. So nice. when you were talking about your numbers, mm-hmm. I was thinking, my trivia is going to come in handy. Yeah. So it was the only George Romero film that he didn't write the screenplay for. Oh, 
Yeah, because our good boy Stephen did. Mr. King. Yeah. All things King. Mm Mm-hmm. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag all things King. That's a good one. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I didn't come up with it, though. (laughs) I came up with Q-tip and on the go. Anyway. Oh, shit. So do you want to jump in then to the story here? Because we have a little... uh, you know, epilogue. Nope. Prologue. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> oh, what? No, it's the, it's the, it's the epilogue. Prologue. Prologue. It's pro. It's, I had a moment. Story. Yeah. What's it? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I do have, as I always do on my openings, I do have a quick note, if that's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I just kind of wanted to say that a really mean dad who doesn't understand comic books decides to scold his son and turns his son into a little devilish, creepy little prick. <laughs> That's what I got from the opening. Yeah. Um, that dad, the dad lecture followed by the slap in the face. I'm like, the kid is like six years old for Pete's Yeah. Sake. Like, seriously? Um, and then I was thinking and kind of laughing about it. I'm like, what happened to him because of a comic book in his past that made him so anti-fun? Yeah, like, like didn't what, like it. What happened between him and a comic book? And then I was laughing because he says crap a lot. Yes. He says that word a ton. I also hate uh, towards, although I will say one good thing, mm-hmm. that um, thank goodness for the trash in his hands, a.k.a. the comic book, and thank goodness it was raining because uh, that's probably the only time that he's going, he specifically, not men, sorry, I'm not trying to men shame here, <laughs> but I will say that that's probably the only time he's going to go shut the windows in the house so the rain doesn't get in because how his wife is like, I better go shut the windows, the rain's going to come, and he's like, no. I'll do it because I got some trash to take out or something, whatever that is. So good for you, dude. Because if not, it would have been your wife. Yeah. It would have been your wife. Oh, I'm an acts of service person. Yeah. Somebody does like a dish for me. I'm like, oh my God. I tear. Yeah. 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 Um, Then he sits down with like a big old frosty glass and just, you know what I mean? All I could think was how many more times is he going to say crap after he drinks that alcohol? That's why why God made fathers. That's why God made fathers. Go fuck yourself. Did you know that he is in the second Lethal Weapon? Oh, I've never. I don't know how that one has escaped me. Yeah, um, he's one of the guys that sexy, sexy Mel Gibson. uh, (coughs) Bless you. Pause. I'm cutting out my sneezes. I'm sorry not to interrupt you. No. That's ridiculous. Okay. Resume. Okay. So, no, he's, he's, um, he, uh, Mel Gibson goes to talk to him about something. It doesn't matter. But he, he, like, knows him from, like, back in the day. They, like, worked in the army or something. I can't remember. And, um, it doesn't matter because I just stare at Mel Gibson the whole time. So, speaking of, guess what we watched the other night? Lethal Weapon because it's one of the best Christmas movies ever made. Why do you make me leave every episode? (laughs) Die Hard also. Why do you make me leave twice every episode? <laughs> Probably have a cicada out there waiting for me. Oh my god, yes. Uh, we watched Maverick. <gasps> Such a good so good movie. That that is like one of my absolute favorites. James Gardner. Um, I actually love the name Brett because of that movie. Not Brent. Oh, good. I was going to say Brett. we don't like Brent. And every time that he tries to say it, whenever she gets it wrong, it's Brett. Brett, Brett. with his teeth. Anyways, but yeah, the dad's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Back to that old that old song and dance. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but I have a favorite part of the opening. Of the opening to, like, the actual first story? Because no. I have them listed as stories. No, oh. me too. Yeah. No, but, like, of the skeleton outside the window. The skeleton's cool. The skeleton's cool. Tom Savini said it was named Raul. 
Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh. And, I mean, the animation in the beginning with the skeletons is really cool, too. I it love is. The, I love the opening and the prologue. Yes, I think altogether. that it's very well done. I like how they kind of kept that uh, comic book feel with that kind of, yeah. like, when they do the animation part of it. Love that. What's the name of the first movie that you have there? Surprise. No, that's not what it's called. <laughs> okay. Oops. No. I no, meant, it's not. But <laughs> I meant, surprise, I came up with this role. I mean, they're not all that good, though. This one's icing on the cake. <laughs> But the real name is Father's Day. Yeah. And so. I was really excited to see Ed with Harris in this story. I do too, but I have a confession to make. What? I love Ed Harris, first yeah. and foremost. That's not the confession. My confession is I think that he's a sexy, sexy silver fox, but I didn't take him when he was younger. Interesting. I don't, I didn't, I looked and I'm like, mm, I prefer you old. The guy over by the bar. Like, when you're getting to scanning the room, right? Oh, yeah. Ca- uh, Checking out the vibe. Yeah. Whatever his name is. I can't remember. Um, I think his name's Richard. Yes. Um, So the guy over there, and he has his gold chain. Yeah. And his shirt open a little bit. Yep. I don't know why. He kind of reminds me of Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Ooh. Just like, like a, just like younger. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, just kind of. But a dick. I just got, like, a vibe about him. But yeah. Bernie was a dick. Oh, that's Bernie true. was like, you that's know what true. I mean, a snake. So yeah, that's I don't true. know. I was just thinking about it. But yeah, like we meet the family. We meet we meet a a bunch of well to do family and a bunch of assholes. Yeah, like a well to do family, but they're all a bunch of assholes. Mix in some storyboard transitions, like comic book, cool yeah, looking stuff. Yeah, I like how they integrate mm-hmm. it throughout the stories mm-hmm. too. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we find out that Richard and Cass have a great aunt Bedelia, supposedly, <laughs> and she not supposedly, but supposedly she killed her father, Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> Someone was going to say it. I hate it. One of the two of us was going to say it. I hate that name, Bedelia. <laughs> it's kind of fun. It kind of rolls off the tongue. Bedelia. Bedelia. Maybe I'll name one of our dogs that someday. Bedelia. Middle name Doily. Right? Bedelia, Bedelia Doily. Oh, uh, my gosh. I'm going to go get a, get a dog. I was just going to say, I'm going to get a dog that'll fit in my purse. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Bedelia Doily. Oh, my God. Amelia Bedelia Doily. Too much. I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> um, I did uh, just to kind of call out a couple things because this movie was a little bit different obviously than anything we've seen so far because of all the different components and different stories and everything Yeah, but I want to shout out the first peek at the marble ashtray good eye mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. let me update my notes mm-hmm. sorry you're always stealing shit <laughs> Your observationing. <laughs> so good at it. I'm always just like eating pizza while I watch our <laughs> movies. And I get mad because I eat while I watch and I watch while I eat. Yeah. And then I don't notate shit. It's like nothing like driving your classic looking car with the windows down and your stole on and a stove in your face. <laughs> I know. She like, the biggest stogies. She walks up with like a dog rocket looking. <laughs> <laughs> Dog rocket. Cigar. In her mouth. In her mouth. In, <laughs> All up in her mouth. In and around her mouth. Oh, my God. So, it's so funny. And then, goodness, it's just like all those flashbacks. And I'm like, Nathan is serious about his cake and his cane. It uh, That annoys me. I'm pretty sure that uh, I just said daddy is back and still wanting the damn cake. And he needs to get the fuck over it. I didn't put that part in there. But, like, in my mind, mm-hmm. I do. Uh, so, our, I'm assuming that we're skipping a little bit to her in front of the in front of like because like we meet the family we meet the the husband the wife the brother yeah. the sister whatever and then the, There's the aunt yeah and then obviously great aunt Bedelia and then they talk they talk about 
you know, him. Yeah, they Nathan. talk about him and how mm-hmm. he's, he was, oh, he kills, he kills Aunt Bedelia's husband. Yeah. That's part of the issue. And so she, of course, is always going to hate him. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked pissed. Depend if I liked my husband. Well, I mean. What are your thoughts? You're married now. I <laughs> would be very pissed. If I just went and killed Dave? In all seriousness, <laughs> I'd be very pissed. If I was in the movie, I'd probably be very pissed. So I'd be very pissed. I think that they just, then they show that she beats him to death with that marble ashtray. Right. Because he's screaming, like you said, he's screaming at her about the cake. Give yeah. me my cake. It's terrible. Bedelia, that, give me That my- scene annoys me when he's screaming. Well, because it's- The flashback scene. First of all, it's a fucking cake. And second of all, who cares if it's Father's Day? And I'm sorry, I had a dad. We never gave my dad a fucking Father's Day cake. My mom never got a Mother's Day cake. I'm pretty serious about cake. I mean, I love cake, but I didn't do it for Father's Day and Mother's Day. Remember when you spoiled it and said, told everybody it was cake? Remember when you spoiled stuff? (laughs) (laughs) I can't help it. I I don't don't get it. Well, like I said, he's pissed and he's serious about everything. Yeah. Um, But yeah, then what you were saying too, uh, her dad, you know, comes back for his Betty Crocker comeuppance. And I yeah. just had a little trivia, yeah. a little, oh, yeah, yeah. A, little um, a little piece. Mm-hmm. Rice Krispies were used as maggots um, for daddy's eyeballs in the story, um, in addition to real maggots, though. Oh. Those were also utilized. All in his in his eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm yeah. going to have to go back and look at it again, because now I'm just going to stare at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty gross. But at the same time, I'm like, Rice Krispie treats. I have one other thing I want to mention, though, about Bedelia before... No? Okay. Bef- Is it her dive into the bottle... Bottom of a bottle of uh, Jack. Uh, Jim. Jim, you're right. It Jim. is Jim. It's Jim. It was, it was kind of funny. The first thing that came to my mind when she's sitting in front of the um, the grave and she's talking to the grave while oh, she's yeah. sipping on her Jim. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely giggled because she kind of sounds like Quint from Jaws because she's like mumbling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of like in the scene whenever he's they're inside the boat at night and they're just yeah. he's telling his story. And he just mumbles so much in that movie. Yeah. I love Quint. So I just, a little stupid call out to, yeah. to that, that I was like, oh, he reminds me of that. That's it. <laughs> and then she pours one out for the homies by accident. And then the Rice Krispie maggot eyes guy yes, happens. Yes, yes, This is true. But more importantly than all of that, Ed Harris dancing. Dance party for two. Look out. Dance party. That song's fun. Yeah. His dance is kind of strange, oh, though. Oh, it's so bad. In those tight Levi's. His, he has moves. I don't know if he dances or screams better. I can't tell. His scream's pretty awful. Yeah. It was bad. That whole scene was the slowest kill ever. He has done hung up his dancing shoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fish. But his his uh, his wife, Cass, that, that's her song. That must have been very popular at the time. That must have been the Beyonce of its time. Because oh. she just, you, you after Ed... Well, we we can come back to Ed in a second, but right. she she definitely does. She continues to play that. I was going to say, song. what if she just started doing the all the single ladies dance moves? And it's like, like oh, wait, um, she was way ahead of her time. Way ahead. Cass. She just knew. Oh, Cass. Cass. I did I did say uh, and take note of the chick with the cleavage, so that's her. Uh, I just describe people. I don't <laughs> ever. <laughs> Cass. You know, it's Ed Harris and the chick with the cleave. Um, she had not lost her dancing shoes and was still bouncing around the den like a cocker spaniel. So to your point, <laughs> kept the party going. She did. <laughs> she absolutely did. Oh, Shoot. my God. But, like, let's go back to Ed. 
I'll talk about them all day. Yeah. Um, sexy still. Oh, I've done it a thousand times. Sexy still. Uh, but I don't, like, as he falls into the grave, like, he goes to look for Aunt Bedelia, falls into the grave, and then I hate, it lost me here. Uh-oh. Already? What yeah. story one? It lost me. Uh, not lost me, but, like, I just hate how slow the headstone falls on him. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, why are you, like, I understand, like, sometimes, like, you're literally frozen in fear. Yeah. But, like, if you move fast enough, it's not gonna, it's not gonna hurt you. Yeah. He just lays there. It was suspenseful. And then it hits his noggin and he's done. Bedeals goes in for the, the spoon. Yeah, She rolls on she in. She does. She <laughs> does roll on in. And he's like, no. No, and then get he away. gets squished five minutes later. Yeah. Yeah. And then what's his face it. just grumbly still wants his goddamn cake. Mr. Crispies. Mr. Crispies. <laughs> is that what you named him? It is now. <laughs> Mr. Crispies. First name Rice, last name Crispies. Uh, so we get back into the house mm-hmm. and... Cass is scared. She's upset. Like, where's her food? Also, someone feed that bitch. She's All hangry. She talk- she's very hangry. Like, yeah. give her some chips. Give her something. Give her a carrot stick. I don't know. Give carrot her something. Stick. I don't know. Celery. For- Celery. What'd she do to you? <laughs> Can we talk about the creepy face through the porthole door? Oh, Mrs. Davers. <laughs> That's right. I always forget her name. Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, it is pretty creepy. And her eyes are all bugged out of her head. Yeah. And then um, the aunt, I forget her name. I don't feel like going back through my 900 pages of notes to figure that out. Got it. But the the aunt, the aunt, not the great aunt. Obviously, we know that Bedelia is long gone. So, pardon me. So, yep. Creepy through the porthole. Yeah, that was awesome. And then there's all this screaming. And for whatever reason, Cass and, and Richard can't hear it. Yeah. They can't. It must be a big house. I thought that, I mean, too. it is, obviously. It's I bet mansion. it's drafty. Ew. Mm. Ew. And I bet you that they have, like, just, like, one part of the house that you're not supposed to go into that somebody, like, passed away in the family. Probably Nathan's. And they just have it covered, like, sheets over all sorts of stuff. And it's oh. that creepy part of the house that you go into and you think that there's somebody under every single sheet. And then you're like, no, that's not possible. And then there is. You know what I <laughs> God do. You know what I think? What? I think that maybe there is a wing where there are two really pale children who think that they're allergic to sunlight. And then Nicole Kidman, who I don't really like, but sometimes think it's cool to see old pictures of her and Tom Cruise together for some reason, even though I don't care for him much either. And there's no cake in the house either. <laughs> um, yeah, the head spin scene made me lose it. I laugh so hard at that. I love that scene. Yeah. Super yeah. fun. Um and then I, the only other thing I wanted to bring up was the end. Yeah, I just kind of, you know, I love cake just as much as the rest, but breaking necks is a bit out there. I mean, depends on where the cake's from, right? If it's Oakmont, I'll I break anybody's. I was just going to say that. I won't break anybody's neck if it's Oakmont. <laughs> That's going to be catered at our wedding. So. Breaking necks and eating cakes. <laughs> <laughs> but he finally got his cake, that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I laugh. Technically. I laugh so hard at the ending. I love how she's wearing an icing yarmulke with like candles, <laughs> candles sticking, sticking out of it. it. Kind of looks like a candle crown. <laughs> candle crown. I know exactly what you're talking about, too. Story number two. Can I hear your version of the title first? King of Plant Life. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. It's a double It on, is. It's a double entendre. It is. To go back to my French. Yeah. My on. muzzy courses. <laughs> AKA the lonesome death of Jordy Verrill. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Also known as to some people. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. 
But Jill's version is actually much better. I appreciate it, actually. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, Stephen King's so ridiculous in this still. He- to talk about his behaves, right? Because yeah. he, he's so weird. Um, he was told to play Jordy like Wile E. Coyote, the way he looks when he goes off a cliff. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's descriptive. Yeah, that's extremely descriptive. And it makes total sense to me. And I thought he pulled it off. And I oh, no, he awesome. did a fan. His, his, his mannerisms and just how he physically acted as well as just in general. Yeah. He did a phenomenal job. Super funny. He was a very lovable character. Yeah. Extremely lovable. Oh, Jordy. I know. I loved him. I love the no fat on these stories. It just like jumps right into oh, what yeah. the hell's going on. <clears throat> like, it makes sense. There's freaking five stories. Right. I didn't realize. I forgot. <laughs> I was so actually many. kind of, believe it or not, as we were watching, I was kind of hoping that like, as they kept going, I was like, okay, is there going to be more? Is there going to be more? Like, how many stories yeah. are there? But pretty much the premise of this one, a meteor falls from the sky and lands in his backyard, lands in Jordy's backyard. Who touches... Something that they recognize as a meteor that fell I into s- their yard. He's like, it's a meteor. Obviously, I'm going to, like, poke it. I'm going to touch it. <laughs> I, s- I I felt the same way because he touches the meteor and now he has nasty little wart blisters on his fingers. <laughs> Whenever he's like, maybe I can glue it back together in the morning. Yeah, he's, like, he's, like, so sad about it. He plunks it. it in a bucket and, like, takes it up to his shanty. I was like, just like sets it on the front porch. Elmer's ain't going to cut it, dude. No, it's better not. have some, like, Gorilla Glue or some rubber cement. Duct tape. Or <laughs> wrap it up. They're like, it's not what? We can't even. You have the world's largest duct tape ball. Who cares? Uh, things slowly start to turn green and grow moss, including Jordy. Yeah. Uh, his landscaping looks a lot different and his phalanges are getting grody and like hangy, hairy. Yes. But um, I do have to say that the ugh. scenes that they show on the outside of the house are really kind of neat looking. They are. Like cool. how they did it and how they filmed it. They remind- put everything together. It reminded me of that movie i told you about a while ago color out of space the oh, one yeah with the, and it, it's like damn near the same premise really yeah huh I mean, you should see it it's really messed up but yeah it's really good but yeah anyway reminded me of that and i love how as you see him progress you know a little bit it even has like hair like the the plants growing out of his boots yeah and i'm like jordy <gasps> <laughs> I do have to say though his hands at one point remind me of the Grinch yeah <laughs> they do they remind me of the Grinch I never even thought of that yeah he's like totally putting up a Christmas tree cause it's like but he's hanging stuff on himself yeah that's what he's doing yeah. he's so it's like himself. a combo oh obviously everything he touches is turning into this as well not we start gold to, yeah no definitely not gold miracle grow ahoy yeah yeah definitely for sure it's pretty bad his hands reminded me of a Muppet at that point <clears throat> oh too. yeah no they were super super long yeah. And then I, all I could think was, don't water yourself, Jordy. Well, he almost does. Yeah. He almost does. But for someone who has written some of the most fucked up stuff, Stephen sure does play a really well done goofy role. Mm-hmm. Like, I did appreciate his, his like, his goofiness. Because it wasn't, his wasn't very serious until the end. Oh. 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 Well, I mean, let's talk about the bathtub, though. That's uh, what you were starting to say. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. So the other thing, too... Sucks. Uh, can't even rewind. Sucks for Steven because he had an, an allergic reaction to the makeup that he had to wear. Oh no! Yeah, and so he had to get like shots and medication so the work would be bearable, quote unquote. Oh my god! Just I, get different. Makeup. IMDb. Shit! I always forget to say something about that. That's uh, y'all know by now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I busted out our, of y'all. Our 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 uh, sources are, if not the same, then we at least say them at least once. Yes. 
And then his place is so gnarly is the morning after his little bath. All the stalactites and yeah. stalagmites of plants. They're just They're just gr- everywhere. Up, they're everywhere. in the TV. Everywhere. They're on the couch. They're yep. in they're everywhere. Yeah. And then we see him. And then we see his what's going down. He's propped up in the corner there in the kitchen. It's okay. It's just It's eight. not okay. But uh that would have to be the fucking oddest suicide scene, those little town cops would to stumble oh, ever stumble upon. But I mean it's Can you just gonna continue to spread. Yeah, but like won't someone do a wellness check eventually? I mean, eventually, yes, they're going to do a wellness check for sure. I would think. But, I mean... You think he'll oh. just be so overgrown that no one would even find him in there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell that it made me sad? Well, then there was a Castle Rock shout-out on the sign. You ass. <laughs> Appreciate the Castle Rock sign. That was the end of Jordy. Yeah. No, Jordy. There that goes. Hmm. Third story. Story two. <laughs> I hate it. Right? I told you. I hate it. I'm going to keep it going. There's five. I think I remember. I'm, I'm very uh, I'm very excited to know what you named this one. Sandy Brows. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Brows. Or something to tide you over is what it's really called. To the, for the layman. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I just say it sometimes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jinx. Pinch poke, yummy. A fucking sandwich. <laughs> well, you had me at Ted and Leslie. Um, mm, sexy Ted. Yeah, he is. And I know. Oh, funny Leslie. Yes. I love him. I do too. He's like the best. You can't go wrong with Naked Gun. I would say, too, it uh, looks like Jordy's house in there when it comes to the plants. There were a lot of plants. There were a lot of plants. But from the look of Ted Danson's a.k.a. Harry's, hmm? <laughs> robe chest V, he doesn't groom much of anything. No, he does not. Does he, he does not. <laughs> Very much of it. Yeah. Lots of it popping yeah. out of there. You know what I just thought about? Hmm. I did not catch the ashtray. Oh, shoot. Yeah, but it was in the other ones. I'm sure that it was in Jordy's and we just missed it. It has to be. It's in all five of them. Yep. Where mm-hmm. is it in Jordy? I don't I can't remember is where it is. Is it next to him maybe on the when he's watching TV? Uh you Potentially? could be right. Potentially. I, I read it, I didn't write it. Shit. I know, I'm sorry. Shit. Okay. That's all right. I just yeah. thought of it because I know where it is in this one. Well, considering you timed out every fucking cricket chirp in Night of the Living Dead, when you said the thing <laughs> the first time about the ashtray, I was like, I guarantee she knows where all five are, so I scratched out my notes. Oh apartment <laughs> house, whatever uh, apartment. Yeah, I apartment. think so. It's pretty nice. Uh but we quickly learned that uh Becky, who we're about to meet. And Harry, who is, you know, sweet Ted, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to tell Richard that they were having an affair. Yeah. Which, uh, zinger. Yeah. Surprise. Wasn't ready for that. Wasn't ready for that one. I was so ready for it. What? Were you? No. I, was... I mean, I would leave. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a tough call, but I would probably leave Leslie for Ted. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I would, too. I mean. He mixes a mean drink. Leslie has every right to be angry. Anyways, yeah. moving on. Well, and he shows his anger. Right? Yeah. Whenever he reaches for his ankle gun, takes me right back to the Naked Gun movies, by yes. the way. That's immediately It made me think of that went. as well. Yeah. It made me think of that as well. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then we go for a little ride to the beach. Yeah. He, let's... like, convinces him to go. Yeah. He's like, now let's build a sandcastle. I mean, let's get you murdered, handsome guy from Cheers. Yeah. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Saddle up, partner. She's down there. <laughs> go get her. Becky's swimming topless. Let's go. <laughs> 
He's like, I'm already in the car. <laughs> I was like literally screaming though at one point whenever they're standing at the top of the like the top of it the before dune. like the dune. Mm-hmm. Um, I was literally uh, screaming, Harry, don't fall for it! Like literally, I was like, don't do it. I think it was a bit late at that point. I know, but like, anyways. Well, I'm glad one of us cares for the people in these, because I don't. You're like, aww. Aww, Jordy died? <laughs> Except for Shit. Nathan with his cake. You're like, fuck his cake. No, he was a bastard. Hmm. I didn't feel bad for anybody in that one. No. No, I really, I could care less. I didn't feel you even connected. Made fun, you even made fun of Ed Harris dying. You're like, what a loser. He waited forever to die. <laughs> Should have died quicker. So, yeah, but I mean, so they, you know, he convinces him. Richard forces Harry into that hole. I love how he's forced to bury himself. I know. It's like insult to injury. No, it's terrible though. And if I, I if I came face to face with a crab like he did, I would have screamed. Also, I think I would have screamed, but I don't. I wouldn't have been scared. I just wouldn't want it to pinch me. <sighs> That's the only. I don't. Just do you not like crab? I can't even look at them. You don't I'll like to eat it. Eat all of them. Oh, I love to eat them. Jeez, Louise. Oh my God, they're so good. That's terrible because. They're so good. I could eat all of the crabs. Yeah. All of them. And the lobsters. Let's order some right now. And the scrimps. And the uh, scallops. Hooray for no seafood allergies. Yes. Up in here. Oh, my gosh. Sorry to everyone who has them. I want it now. Sorry if that was a trigger for anyone. (laughs) Hashtag canceled. (laughs) You did it right. Yes. Your hashtag is right. I knew I could. Oh, shit. I couldn't help but notice how much um, sand he had in his ear whilst buried. It was just driving me bonkers. Which ear when we're looking, right or the, left? If you're looking at him, it is on our right. I guess I must have just turned his head to avoid oh, there was the a lot crabby, of... and it was oh. just packed full. And it was, ooh, I, I hate wouldn't sand. Want, no, I, I hate sand. I don't, here's the thing. I love the beach. I love going to the beach, but I do hate sand. I don't even like the beach. I'm like, gross. No? no. I'm scared. I can't see what's under me. I t- I'm just scared the whole time. I'm swimming around in tourist pee. <laughs> <laughs> tourist pee. I mean, it is pretty gross if you think about it. I sure went great lengths to pull this entire scene of killing like Harry and Becky off. Like given he owns a handgun and he just goes like to the extreme length he does like even brings wire out from his house i was just gonna say like what a terrible uh death scene to witness and like what a terrible waste of electronics and yeah and electricity in general and yeah yeah, because i mean that's gonna eventually just it's gonna cut out because clearly water electronics they don't mix sandy brows hello sandy brows (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but uh, I did say, though, one thing that bothered me was that the VCR on the beach would have shorted out a lot sooner. <laughs> Sorry. There's because no- the water starts coming when he's he's watching her. Oh, no. I take it back. The TV shorts out before yeah. the water comes up to him. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. I take it back. Well, I, I was it thinking back. it'd be funny if it, caught a, if it caught a wave and just bonked him in the dome <laughs> pace. I'd be like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> and it'd be faster than drowning. But it wouldn't move that quick. It would just be That's annoying true. and just- keep <laughs> brushing against you. And you're like, ah. <laughs> it would Stop just doing that. be really annoying. Stop doing that. That's funny. Um, and then Richard just heads home to his bachelor pad and sings and pours himself a drink and is going to watch some deaths on yeah, his Yeah, just having a good old time. I, uh, so I did want to say, um, because it's also, it's another Naked Gun reference. Of it's course. It's trivia, Pepperidge. Yeah. Pepperidge Farm trivia. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> he has a lionfish in his aquarium. 
in Creepshow. Okay. And uh, I'm sure that you may be nerding out right now knowing what that species looks like. It's like the black and white stripey, wavy Like kind arms. of like a... Like a like an eel kind of looking thing. No, no, no. Wait. It's like a black and white stripey looking cute fish, but it's got like a lot of like ah, uh, like little phalanges floating around them. Hmm. Like little, I can't really describe it. It kind of looks like a like a little mini shark. No, no. <laughs> you're just describing all of the creatures that I'm like. You're like it's an angler fish. <laughs> He has it in its fish tank. It's alive. Well, anywho, Frank Drebin in Naked Gun accidentally kills a lionfish in one of the scenes. I thought you said, hmm. Oh, no. What is it? I thought our microphones were going to help us no, here. No, 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 no. I think I just, like, my brain shut off or something. I thought you said line, like L is in Larry, I-N-E. Oh, a lionfish. like a lionfish. And that's why I was like, I don't understand. Lion. Yes, lion. I do know what a lionfish is. And I know you said lionfish, but I heard line. You're like, like a hard line. You're like an eel pointing straight? I'm like, no. <laughs> I, don't know I said it has phalanges. I know, I know. And then I was like, wait. But I didn't do a Phalan- great job. No, you're fine. You're no, fine. You're fine. I'm they, mad at myself. They're poisonous. Yeah, well. My I'm mom up- got stung by one once because we owned it. Well, I'm upset with well, myself. Yeah, well. So. Don't be upset. Um, That is right. He does kill it. Isn't that uh, Naked Gun 33 and a third or something? I can't remember. I remember him killing a lionfish by mistake. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So then he goes back to the beach to admire his handiwork. You know. Does he go back to the beach? Yeah, and he checks for evidence. Oh, that's right. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's probably just the tide came in and brought him out. And then he picks up a pail that I thought in the other scenes were huge. It was like a huge yeah, pail. Yeah, same. And it's he picks it up and tiny. it's like a little Dixie cup. Yeah, it's teeny tiny. I was like, that's a little kid toy. I thought it was like this big thing. Like so this big I bucket. thought like because. I thought it was the size of the buckets we eat chicken out of. Is yeah. At least. Yeah, at least that size. You could put someone's head in there. Because <laughs> I actually thought it was much bigger as well. And I was expecting him to pick up uh to pick it up and and see um it's his head in there oh that'd be funny he's but, in there but I, I i it wasn't it was tiny like you said yeah it's it wasn't i think it'd be funny if it was the pale jordy used to carry his meteor home just saying what if he picks it up and it's the meteor <laughs> and then everything just starts to turn green and he dies that way <laughs> The ocean is no more. Oh. And then we see footprints in the sand, mm-hmm. just like the Jesus kind, but not so Jesus-y. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He does go to check on to see where Harry is and everything. And yeah. Harry and Becky uh, grace us with their presence. Well. Oh, before that. No, this is, it's just, I think when Leslie Nielsen is just walking, he goes home, mm-hmm. right? I, mm-hmm. I don't know his name. What's his name? Harry? No. <sighs> Richard. 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 So when Richard goes home, I seriously think he's like walking around like crooning and scatting. Yeah. I'm like, I bet he does that in real life. Oh, absolutely. I seriously think he would. Absolutely. He'd be just a delight. Um, Ashtray. Oh, did you catch where that one was? Ashtray is, I said that weird, Ashtray is uh, after he hears like some, some, some ruckus mm-hmm. going on around the house. Okay. He goes into his bedroom and I think he's looking at one of the TV cameras or he's about to do something like that and he's putting on his robe and it's like in the bedroom. Yeah. Like on a table side or something like that. I think you're right. Yep. yep. Actually, yep. You're right. Yep. You're totally right. Ashtray. Ashtray. You said it like it was a code word. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened? What's that mean? What should I? <laughs> what should you had mentioned the lovebirds, right? Mm-hmm. 
presenting themselves, all seaweedy lovebirds. I yep. called them lovebirds too. Yeah. Um, and they arrive to avenge their sweet deaths. peas. Oh yeah, you call them sweet peas. Mm-hmm. I call them lovebirds. Yeah, I like their bubbly voices. It is fun. It is fun. <laughs> it's gross though when he shoots them, just because yeah. of like the water that like comes out and it's green for whatever reason. Looked like they were flossing with seaweed. You got a little something. You got, you got a little, little something, something here. right there. Um, but yeah, so far for me, so far so demented. At this point, I was really excited with the revisit of the movie. I yes. was like, this is really like weirder than I remembered it. And that was that is one of the five that I remember seeing on TV. Once. Oh yeah, yeah. So I remember him being. I want to say that I remember him being. Under the under the sand, mm-hmm. and him screaming screaming at Richard and being like, "What am I watching and mm-hmm. why?" Right. Um. So, uh, yeah, that's that's that. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's it's uh the ending. So obviously the gunshots are pretty gross, but then Karma's a bitch. Mm-hmm. I mean, they kind of just give him a dose of his own medicine and just put him in the gosh darn sand. Yeah. That would be terrifying. Oh. That would truly be like drowning in general, but like that that alone was that me or you? I don't have sound on. I don't either. Really? Yeah. So what did you name this one? Story Catra. <laughs> <laughs> the creature that aged well. <laughs> AKA the crate. <laughs> This was the story I remembered most from my childhood experiences. This this is the other one that I saw on TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I remember being so scared of this when I was little. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I mean, I can understand. I was probably three months old watching. I wasn't born yet, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah, wait, when did this Or wait. Yeah, no, I wasn't born yet. 82. Yeah, no, I wasn't born yet either. Yeah. Surprisingly. (laughs) (laughs) I've been pretty mean to you tonight. I was going to be like, yeah, right, you fucking old hag. (laughs) I've been kind of mean to myself and like weirdly a downer and I'm not even in a bad mood. It's because you're hangry. Oh, it's probably because I am hangry. I'm just going to bring down the world with me because I can't fucking eat right now. I almost went downstairs and got myself a little snack. <laughs> I didn't. We have snacks in the basement. I don't know why that's where they are, but that's where they are. So the crate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know how to start this one. I do. Okay. Billy's that person at the party. I'm always like, I hope I'm not that person, but you know what they say. If you don't know who the person is, it's probably you. (laughs) Billy Wilma. So that being said. Billy Wilma. I've been that person multiple times. Oh, no. Maybe not so bad, but yeah. No, you've never been. You've never been Wilma. But she goes by Billy. Yeah, you've never been Wilma, though. Thanks. Billy Wilma. I know. I was going to say, I've never been Wilma, but have I ever been Billy? I mean, are they honestly separate people because i kind of think that they're both terrible no they're the same person yeah but like they're both equally the same person and terrible (laughs) so So, wait i'm confused wilma is her real name yes but billy she goes by billy and she introduces herself to those people at the party as billy when she's getting all hammered and being like a nut job and being a dick to you're not a billy what's his name okay cool thank you but she's also terrible as wilma so you're not a wilma either Mm. Anyways, thank you. You're welcome. 
Uh, two characters in this story, like the new professors mm-hmm. that are at that faculty reception in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's what that party is that she's yeah. like getting sloshed at. Um, their names are Tabitha and Richard, and they were named after Tabitha King, which is Stephen's wife. Nice. And Richard Bachman, his ghostwriting name. Oh, I do remember you telling us that once. Cute. About his name. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any any anything exciting to say except that um, let's see. I don't know. I was really detailed on this one, and I don't know why, because the story's so easy. Like, I have way more bullet points on this one than I do anything else. Well, the party's hilarious, and Henry's daydreams about killing his wife are that super funny. That is true. But I do say also that Henry needs to find his balls. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. He's he's whipped. I love whenever he uh, does daydream about killing her and everyone's clapping and yelling words of encouragement. (laughs) It's so good. It is good. It is good. Because she sounds like she has to be pulling muscles all the time from patting herself on the fucking back so much. Oh, I know. Oh, absolutely. She's the worst. Like, why is she saying to him, like, how much? She's like, what would you do without me? I'm like, does she really take care of him that much? Like, when she's embarrassing him in front of people? Yeah. And it's like... He seems like a pretty capable person. You seem like a drunken biatch. Yeah, he you know? seems like uh, he's a professor. He knows what's up. He's got it together. I mean, he's he's got it. I think she's worse off than he is. Oh, yeah, no, she's a moron. I also meet Dr. Stanley mm-hmm. Dexter mm-hmm. in that moment. Yeah. And she sees Dexter talking to another woman, by the way, Wilma does, which kind of sets us up for later. Yeah. You know? Totally. And... But then the janitor finds something. Remember, he flips a quarter. Mm-hmm. He flips a quarter. And then it, it it you know, leads him to crate the crate from 1834. Yeah. By the way. Well, I would always go for a quarter I dropped. Or oh, absolutely. Or it's worth the bend at the hips yeah. for a quarter. Especially if you think back to our laundromat days. I was just going to say that. A quarter's worth it, man. Oh, I'll I turn around. terrible children. I'll do a U-turn. and do, Oh, yeah. You wanted to, like, lock them in one of those washers um, and They turn were on. awful. To uh, circle back just a smidge, too. Um, because here's the thing. Fluffy is the name of the creature. That's yeah. what the yeah, that's what they named it, um, the creature anyway. Yeah. Um, he was named by George Romero. And Fluffy was the first fully animatronic creature Tom Savini had ever created. Oh. And yeah, and cracking the crate open. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I thought they were gonna open a major award, like lamp. <laughs> But, like it es- lamp. but it escalated quickly. I love how you just said, like, lamp. Like, <laughs> anyone that, like, knows that movie, they know, like, fragile. <laughs> Such a good movie. Oh, oh my God. It escalated quicker than that, Yeah, that just, yeah, the janitor doesn't make it. <laughs> just, just, just to tell you. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Gets kind of chunked on in his head and his shoulder, kind of, like, it's yeah. how he's kind of pulled in there. blood everywhere now who's gonna have to clean this up Henry (laughs) Henry but he chooses that get your bucket and your mop (laughs) ugliest mop ever and so gross anyways moving on (laughs) like it's just it's just a terrible mop I feel like it just anyways it It should have a bedazzled handle no (laughs) it pushes everything around it didn't clean very well like I mean I know it did but like those old school mops were junk they were junk yeah. They were junk. They so, were better for riding around on. Yeah. Nope, that's a broom. <laughs> well, uh, if you're talking about, um, 
What's the movie with the witches? And I'm drawing a blank on it right now. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. One of them. Dri- one of them rides a mop. Oh, okay, cool. I think Sarah rides a mop. Your I take, girl. I take it back. Yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So he, you know, the janitor doesn't make it. Yeah, he doesn't make it. And uh, yep. Mm-hmm. I don't blame Fluffy one bit for feeling disgruntled. No, I mean, he's been stuck in there since 1834. If that creature had a dorsal fin, it'd be flopped over from living in activity in that Funkin' box for 100 plus years by now. You know? I was thinking about it. <laughs> dorsal fin? <laughs> well, it's like, wah, wah. Oh, they collapse. Oops, I made you like, feel bad like, no, again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just realized what you meant. Like, that was like an all, like, like I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Blackfish. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that, no, that. Mm. Oh, I did okay. make you feel bad again. Yeah, it's okay. Nope. I'm sensitive today. I know. I don't know what's going on with me. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm hangry. That's what it is. I did have to note that, holy shit, that kid got destroyed with his face getting bitten. Yeah. And jagged all snaggle teeth and all. Yeah, just, it was pretty nasty. It was pretty gross. It was pretty gross. Yep. I didn't appreciate it. And that's where Charlie is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charlie's Charlie dead. Charlie is no more. And, um... But the the creature does pull himself back under the stairs into the crate, mm-hmm. and then Charlie's dead. Mm-hmm. And now Doctor Stanley has to explain everything to Henry. He has to tell his best friend about this, right? Right? Yeah. So now Henry knows about everything. Yeah. And then Henry has a marvelous idea, but we just don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. But he does have a marvelous idea. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a I, pretty. I like eh, it. It's a pretty good idea. I'm in his corner. Put yeah, it that way. Yeah, same, same, <laughs> same. Um. And then it's just, you know, Henry knocks on Dr. Stanley's door and checks out the college. Mm-hmm. So, like, they get together. Let me let me rephrase. Yeah. They get together. And this one's a little bit fuzzy because I, I – you'll find out why. So, this one's a little bit fuzzy for me, the story, mm-hmm. a little bit. But, yes, they have a drink together. Henry makes a drink for Dr. Stanley, puts some drugs in it, knocks him out, and now he's going to go check out the yeah. college. Right. Right. Yep. Right. He's going to go do some cleaning. <laughs> You know, yep. read up some things. Absolutely. Uh, Billy is going to read the longest letter I've ever seen <laughs> while sipping milk and then booze mixed with milk. Which, by the way... I think it's booze. I don't remember seeing her put booze in the milk, but I'm still confused as to, like, what is in the milk if it's booze because it's definitely not Kahlua. That would be so disgusting. It would just, like, immediately curdle. She's just walking around their home sipping and enjoying the, like... I think she's just drinking milk. No, she pours something in it. Oh. It's gross. I don't know what it is, but she pours some other bottle in it. As long as it's not anything that's citrusy, then she's okay. Oh, good. Thank God. I I wouldn't want her to have a curdle in her girdle. I only know that because I've had that. I've had somebody trick me into drinking a cement mixer once because I was young and stupid and didn't know what it was. Well, they're an asshole. So, of course, she falls for the bait. Yeah. Or she takes the bait, not falls for the bait. She takes the bait. Another tale including a pretty intricate revenge plot, if I can add. It's like, oh, my God. People think shit through. (laughs) They do. I don't ever do that. Nope. I don't think that. Oh, I don't really need to take revenge on anything. Oh, yeah, me neither. That (laughs) convinces Wilma that the girl is under the stairs. Mm -hmm. This girl is under the stairs that Dr. Stanley was all talking to. And she's like, oh, yes, I remember that. Right. I remember her foreshadowing. Remember her? Yep. And... But she's still carrying the milk. Yeah, took it along in with the her. glass, like a little, a little road soda. Yeah, a little road soda. Totally, a little road milk. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, 
he try, you know, Henry tries to convince her, like, you have to go under there. She's under mm-hmm. the stairs, and he starts laughing hysterically because he knows it's about to happen. And we, as the audience, know that there's this little creature under there, and she has no idea. And then he tries to get under the stairs, and she's like, well, where is she? Yeah. Like, where the fuck is she? Well, then, and two, starts getting right in his eyeball. Oh, yeah. And the lowest blow of all bashes the bedroom skills so bad if he was in doubt at all about the decision he made to plot this shit (laughs) that just negated any (laughs) just over the top reconsiderations over the freaking top man sorry billy fluffy to the rescue yeah fluffy does come in for the win fluffy for the win billy gets what billy deserved Just my song. And that is she gets eaten the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> that was my version. So, yeah, um, Fluffy attacks Wilma. Mm-hmm. She's donezo. And then Henry carefully puts the chains back onto the crate. Yeah. Locks it up. And then does what only a smart man can do. Yeah. Take her. Take him. Take it to the quarry. Yeah. Take it to the quarry. Drop it in the quarry. (laughs) Are we singing Talking Heads right now? (laughs) Probably so pitchy. Yep. And amazing at the same time. A little callback to episode one. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Fluffy's no more, though. Yeah. But, I mean, at least Henry's free. Yeah. A lot of people had to die for Henry to get free, if you think about it. I know. Well, that kind of sucks. But, I mean, good for Henry. Yeah, he probably started a brand new life. I hope that he just went out and just was a total pimp. (laughs) I just hope he went out there and got all the chicks. Yeah. And just had a good time. Had a blast. And just drinking mojitos or like seven and sevens. Yes. Something like. Something fun. Fun and frisky. Frisky is right. (laughs) I mean, that's him in a nutshell, isn't it? (laughs) He's so much fun. Woo. Oh my gosh! Everyone wants him at his at their parties. Oh god! And they because they want to watch Billy scream at him. Oh wait, she's no more. <laughs> um, but like, why did the creature look like a werewolf in the last shot? That bothered um, me. The cartoon yeah, of it. Yeah, I don't really know either. It did look. like I'm a not werewolf. sure. It did. It did. It did look like a werewolf. I mean, it had werewolf like hands. It did. It did. But yeah, I don't really know. But yeah, Fluffy's gone. But at least. At least there's a happy ending. That's actually one of the ones that has a... Well, they all... No, they it, don't. It boosted your spirits. A little bit. A little <laughs> bit. Um, okay. Yeah. Final one. Yeah. Final story? Yeah, the yeah. final one. You mean story sank? <laughs> <laughs> La Cucarachas. That's <laughs> how she named it? Yeah. AKA, they're creeping up on you. Right. Um, I forgot what the title of that one was, so I did name mine as well because oh. I forgot. Yeah. And I just named it Alone Guy. Oh. Yeah, See, nice. yeah, because you were feeling sad still. <laughs> it's just like, I'm sensing a theme. Always sad. We'll talk after. Um, and we'll my notes your... are just that. We'll roll your <laughs> succinct. We'll roll yeah. your chase lounge in after and talk through this. Yes, let's yeah, please. Um, I've never seen you have one line of note. Well, um, it, this one's just too easy to talk about. Yeah, because it's a <laughs> COVID story. Because he's it, locked in his ivory tower by himself and can is but, self-quarantining. But I think that he enjoys being self-quarantined. He's obviously oh, a yeah. germaphobe. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Pratt. 
Uh, Upton Pratt? Yeah, Upton, Upton. Pratt. Mm-hmm. So this Upton Pratt guy is in like his 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 very all white, very um just reminds me of like he should be wearing a straight jacket. Yeah, it looks sterile in there. Very sterile. Yeah, which is what he likes. It's what he it's wants. How he likes it. And you know, I'm a little the only thing that I have to say other than like we see a cockroach and then he sprays it with his his spray. Well, I just think it's so funny that to go back to what you're saying about the setting, it's like <laughs> that looks so clean and neat and they make him look so fucking crazy. Yes. Like his hair. And Hair's all his, over the place. He's in his bathrobe. I'm like, oh, please tell me he's wearing tissue boxes on his feet. If he is, I'll die. <laughs> I will die. Just slippers. I was hoping for it, but I'm no germaphobe, germapho- but if I saw a freaking cockroach, I would shit my pants. So story time. And him running around calling out, I loathe bugs. I was like, I would do that. No, I would too. Uh, Tell me. Story time. So for my mother's 70th birthday, we rented a house in Virginia Beach, Mm -hmm. my sisters and myself, and surprised her. It was wonderful. Moving on. One of the nights that we were there, we're having a great time. And my one sister is pretty sure that she sees something scurry across the countertops in the kitchen. And I'm like, it was it a spider? My immediate thought, obviously, is always a spider. And she's like, no, definitely was too fast to be a spider. Like, spiders don't scurry like that. And so then we didn't think anything of it. Well, then one of us is in the kitchen later. Somebody else, I think my other sister, is in the kitchen. And she sees it. And this time she traps it <gasps> under a glass. To get a good peek at it. It was a giant cockroach. Oh! Huge. Like, <gasps> like the size of your hand. Huge. <sighs> huge. Big, like the ones in this Must have been movie. a pint glass, huh? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And uh, huge. And so, obviously, my my sister that was the one that actually had her name on the house to, like, rent it, immediately emailed the owners and said, like, this is, you know, we found this. So, anyways, we we didn't know what to do. So, we just put it down the garbage disposal. <gasps> what, what else are you supposed to do? They live forever. So, we just kind of threw it down there and just turned it on with some water and just oh my God. hope to God for the best. And, um... And then we saw two more while Where we were there's there. There's one. There's more. And so what we were scared of is like, what if it like gets me in my sleep? And it, it never did. But I mean, it was it was terrifying. That was gross. That's the only time I've ever actually seen a cockroach in real life, like in a house. Like I've never I've never seen them in any. Thank God, I've never had that experience. But they're gross. They're disgusting. Disgusting. And, anyways, story time's over. No, I can't. Um, I'm not gonna lie though, it, and it's Upson, by the way. That was my bad. Upson. Upson is his name. Oh, I, I was saying Upton. No, that's okay. I said yes to you that oh. too. So <laughs> you're like, yeah, it's up. His name's Upson. up. He's oh. the crankier version of that man. <laughs> <laughs> He's up in the air too. He is definitely up in the air. He's... Another double entendre. He's We're learning all kinds of French. <laughs> I'm gonna eat a croissant. Can't do There's high likelihood I'm gonna cut this out. <laughs> no, leave it. It's great. I am. Um so yeah, the <laughs> I love whenever he's talking to that widow on the phone. Yes. And he was like, Well, I can't really fire him, can I? I loved <laughs> so it. Terrible. I loved it. It's so bad. But like, so let me guess, he is he is he like a writer? Or something mm. like what is he like? What is he that 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 these people are so pissed at him? Other than he's miserable, I can't remember to be honest. I don't really remember what he does either. All I know is that like people clearly do not like him. Yeah, and he makes me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he has tissue boxes on his feet. He, the, yes, just the germaphobe Mr. Burns racking up all the f bombs the movie had to offer. By the way, yep. So the dad had to say crap in the entire prologue yep. so that Mr. Upson Burns 
I made that <laughs> Epsom up. Epsom burns? Yeah. Epsom. <laughs> Epsom salts. <laughs> um, but yeah, the guy in the beginning had to say crap because they saved all the Fs for this one. Oh, my God. Because he says it a lot. He does say it a lot. I was like, lot. there's your R rating right there. Yep. Huh? He does say it a lot. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. He, um, so lots of cockroaches just start popping up. He has some phone calls. I guess one of his butlers or assistants or something is down in Florida. Yeah. And he tells them that if they don't get up here and take care of this bug problem for him, that they're going to be spending uh, next year at Disney World uh, on a welfare check. Yep. Yeah. What a dick. What a <laughs> he's dick. awesome. <laughs> I mean, he's keeping it real. Yeah, he's a nut. That's for sure. Um, You know, when they started creeping out of all the nooks and crannies, <sighs> he was keeping it like together a little bit better than I thought he would. Like he was trying to like kill them here and there. Yeah. And they did, of course, like you said, there was all only more and more of them. Yep. Expensive as H. Oh, I'm sure. What like tell me, tell me. So during a fan ex oh, Fan Expo Canada twenty fifteen, Romero said that the cockroaches were the most expensive part of the entire movie, saying that the cockroaches cost fifty cents a piece. And they used more than 250000 of them, a grand total of $125,000 on the cockroaches alone. Holy shit. Ted Danson took a pay cut. He's like, bring in more roaches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing cheers soon. Or it's I'm already set. happened. I'm set. Don't worry about it. Everybody I'm, knows who Sam is. I'm still going to marry hot Mary Steenberger, so who cares? Love her. <laughs> Love it. Um, and so that, but, you know, he is like overcome, right? He right. gets in his little teeny, I thought it was going to be an exercise room. Have you ever seen that in like Fight Club at the beginning when Edward Norton's going through his apartment and he's like, I had everything from all the catalogs and it's like plinking in all oh, of the yeah, cool yeah, furniture yeah. and weird kitschy yeah. yin yang table and fucking yeah. Chuck Palahniuk stuff. Yep. And he has a little teeny room and it has like one exercise machine in it. Yes. And I was like, is that where Upson's going? Oh, it's his bedroom. It's creepy. <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's it's also very sterile. Yeah. You- oh, yeah. He locks himself in his little sealy bedroom yep. or whatever. And they get in anyway. <gasps> right? They're in his bed. Already. They're all over the place. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't let the bed cockroaches bed. bite. Ew. And so. I did almost hurl. Yep. You know, um, that they all burrowed in him and then bust well, out all his orifices. Oh, and when they could start to go out of his head. Some out of, of his I was just gonna say, even some new orifices they create on their own accord. Oh my god, it's so terrible. It makes me want to vomit. Yep. It's yep. bad whenever they crawl out of him. That's really nasty. It's pretty awesome. <sighs> it's pretty gross. Gross. Yeah. So That's I why my notes say gross, gross, gross. That's all that you needed. Yep. <laughs> Because I remember the story very well. Uh, but that's pretty much the end of that. Yeah. That's Upton. Or Upson. Uh, or Epson. Epson, Epson, Epson salts. salts. <laughs> that's great. Uh, and then we go into the then epilogue. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Epilogue. And there's Mr. Tom Savini. Uh, I I have listed here, Tom Savini, also known as Joel's boyfriend, finds a comic <gasps> book with his coworker. Thank you. You're very welcome. I have a note that he reminds me of one of the guys from Men at Work. <laughs> <laughs> Men at Work finding comic books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the, whoop, yeah. <laughs> I, I fell flat on the lyrics. I'm just going with it's it. It's my fault. Um, but yeah, the, and they're like super stoked about this comic book. Like, cool. Why would somebody throw this out, man? Like, yeah. Why would they do that? Yeah. 
That's so funny. Well, they wanted all the like things in the back. I was hoping for like a sea monkeys ad. <laughs> I was like, please, please. Yes. But it wasn't there. Um, and the voodoo doll ad was gone from the Oh, bag. that's right. It was they, it was torn out. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Wow. They were like, well, we can't get that one then. No. And they were but, bummed. But we know why. We know who has it. Because little Joe King being creepy as fuck. Your intuition was right this whole uh, time. I know. And I didn't even know it. The old voodoo doll revenge trick. Yep. Gets me every time. I had a voodoo doll once. What? Yeah. My sister bought me one for Christmas one year. Oh. Just like one that you buy in like the store. There's like a uh. book. Um, I tried it. Nobody ever seemed to care. So. Is that why my knee has been killing me? <laughs> yeah. For years? Just been poking at it. Thanks, dude. I, it's actually, it's, it doesn't look the same as it did when I first got it out of the box, but. Oh, God. That means you've stabbed No, I really, lot. I actually don't have it anymore. <laughs> Is it right by your Ouija so board? So if I did curse somebody and throw them in a trash can, they're probably dead now. Just teasing. I actually don't know whatever happened to it. I'm to checking the obituaries tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't. I think I was like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna do it on, do it on somebody, and then I poked it a bunch of times. Damn that and teacher that went. gave me a D. <laughs> <laughs> I deserved it. C minus, really? Come on. Worked all night on that project, that no, diorama. I don't know. I don't have it. I have no idea where that would even be. Um, well, now that I know that you're a creep, so we roll into the credits. <laughs> and that's new because? <laughs> we roll into the credits with another cool animation. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Back to that fun. He was awesome. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Raul. In cartoon form. Yes. Mm-hmm. They did a very good job on the, the cartoon side of everything, making it very comic-y and, and like you said, like how they pieced it all together. Ashtray. Uh, it was in there too somewhere, but yeah. I didn't track where. Um, probably on his desk somewhere. Probably. Or I don't think it was in his bedroom. I don't remember seeing it there. Because yeah. a dark, a dark piece of ashtray. Like would stand of, out. Yeah, a dark marble ashtray would stand out in his room. I so agree. I bet you it's either, it was on his like counter or maybe on his desk. Yeah. But I don't remember seeing it. So who hmm. knows? Yeah. A couple mysteries. Good times. Yeah. So did you do the do 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 before your reason for rating, or did you do it the opposite way? I ranked my stories. Okay. On enjoyability. I want you to go first. <laughs> Four, three, two, five, one. <laughs> okay, hold on. So Four, four. So, I have to think. Okay, tell me. Because I don't have it. <laughs> four, hold on. Four is the crate. Yes. Okay, so you liked the crate the most. Yes. And then three. four, three. So, uh, <laughs> Ted Danson. Yes. Okay. Four, no. Yes. Yes, because Father's Day, then then Jordy, and then... Yes. Okay. And then what was the next one? So the crate, and then Ted Danson, and then Jordy, mm-hmm. and then um, <clears throat> La Cucarachas, and then <laughs> Father's Day. So, if I, do you want to do your reason for rating next or no? Um, yeah, I can. Okay, yeah, totally. It. Yeah, sure. Um, so I was super excited to revisit this because I had forgotten, like I said earlier, that there were five stories mm-hmm. to enjoy. So I was pumped. Um, and just full of silly dialogue and some awesome eighties dance moves and plenty of gore, of mm-hmm. course. Um, and I always remembered more of Creep Show too. I had to call it out. 
um, just because it was a bit newer and I saw it more times. Mm -hmm. Definitely recommend it. Also, good stories. There's only three of them. But anyway, oh, The Raft was my favorite, by the way, in case anyone knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) and obviously, we all know I'm a huge Stephen King fan, right? Mm -hmm. As most Mm -hmm. people are. Most people with brains. So, yeah. What are your thoughts? (laughs) Okay. So, my rating, my rankings, not my ratings. So, my rating would have to be... Something to tide you over first. Okay. Then the lonesome death of Jordy. <laughs> Alone guy. Alone guy. Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And the crates last. Really? I don't know why. I just, I didn't, I think because like, even though I know it happened and it's a good story, mm-hmm. it just didn't. Didn't do it for It you. didn't do it for me. Okay. I didn't dislike it. It just, if I have to rate it, it's yeah. at the bottom. So, but my reason for rating for the whole movie entirely, yeah, I'm a sucker for a movie that has multiple layers and stories. I can get behind different short stories overall. Now, unlike my most recent reasons for rating, I'm not sure why, I'm not sure I can say that I'm scared of having my head chopped off, being buried in the sand, or many of what occurred in this movie. Not to mention green oozing meteors, created creatures, and cockroaches galore. The stories were creative and fun, but some some more involved and gruesome than the others. I can say it was fun to watch something that has had that had some true comical value instead of instead of myself or Jill trying to find the funny in the scenes. <laughs> I hope in the future I do not run into anyone who loves cake, see a meteor fall to earth in my backyard, find myself stranded on a beach, discover a crate, or ever see a cockroach in my house. If any of these occur, I'm out. <laughs> That's I saw a cockroach in your bathroom earlier. <laughs> I'm out. We have to I, sell it. We have to sell the house. I planted it there. Look at her. Why is she laying like that? Sorry. Distractions. <clears throat> so what is your reason for rating? I already told you. Or not my reason. <laughs> Fucking A. It's Friday. I think I have after work brain. <laughs> I'm hangry. And I'm sorry. <coughs> I'm not myself. You killed me. And you said it with some stank on it. You're like, so what's your reason for rating? <laughs> I'm like, remember a minute ago? <laughs> um, I gave two for gore. Yay! Yeah. So I was excited. I did too. Yay! <laughs> Don't scare me like that. Not when Steven's involved. I know, no. I definitely gave it a two for gore. It was Woo! fun. It was a good one. It was really fun. Super fun. Definitely awesome. Glad. Yay! Cool, dude. Well, the next one, the next movie is super easy. We don't have to wait to tell you. Yeah. Because we already know what it is. It's special. It's very special. Because it's themey. Mm-hmm. As you can guess, because we're approaching, you know, the holiday season. We're going to be watching Krampus. Yeah. Which is the 2015 version with Adam Scott. Nice. I don't know who so, that is. Um. You will. Yeah. So oh, when you see it, you'll know exactly who it is. So uh, Step Brothers, the brother. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Adam I love Scott. Derek. Yes, Derek. Oh. Yes. So that's the version we're going to be watching because I, I started to watch it last, not last night, but the night before. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I was searching for it, I realized, oh, shit, there's like a lot of these. And some were like, like different storytelling. Like you could tell it's like a 
prologue or whatever the mm-hmm. you know whatever it is so um we're sticking with the 2015 version so please make sure and by the way thank you for those of you that voted on instagram that's how we came to this decision there was three choices it was between krampus gremlins and black christmas the og yeah and y'all chose krampus so we Thanks. will be watching krampus. i wanted to watch black christmas <laughs> <laughs> but I believe that you said that you've never seen Krampus. I no, this is new for me. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, it, it's a good time. Uh, we will be uh, getting that to you on the twenty seventh of December, just a little after, you know. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, it's our Christmas gift to you. <laughs> <laughs> so please go watch it, and um, I know for certain. I believe it's available on Netflix. I think that's where I watched mine. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Um, Jill and be I wrong by the time we post yeah. This. So yeah, Jill and I have decided that moving forward, we will be telling you where to watch these uh, after we've recorded because nine times out of ten, like Jill just said, it's not correct. Yeah. So um, uh, we will give you an updated version of that on Twitter and Instagram. So also, now that we've said that, do you want to go ahead and plug our social medias and stuff? <gasps> yeah. Because you're so good at it. Thanks. So, uh, aforementioned Insta, right? Mm-hmm. So, at 4 for Gore Podcast. And it's it's the letter, oops, nope, I messed that up. It's the number four for Gore Podcast. Yes. Um, so, hopefully everybody still remembers our ineffectual email address from a long time ago that we've never really utilized a ton. We've gotten some stuff. Yes. But it's been a while. Yeah. Forfagore at gmail.com. And but it's, it's F-O-U-R-F-O-R-G-O-R-E. Yes. Spelled out. Yes. And you're like, just spell it out. No, you're right. I wanted to see if I could still do it. Yeah, I Dust can never off. do it. Mm-hmm. And then Twitter. Oh, yeah. That just one I don't understand. What the, are we? Four for Gore. I think it's just Four for Gore podcast, but I don't know why. I get a lot of hashtags for 4FG. It's me. Is it you? No. I oh. don't know what I'm doing, remember? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Check us out on, on Twitter. Uh, try our best to get on Twitter as much as possible. Um, I do, because Jill's more on the Insta side than, than anything. I don't know what's going on. And, uh, but Instagram's definitely our main place right now until we continue to expand. So please check us out. Give us a like. Give us a share. Follow. Follow. Yeah, definitely follow. <laughs> follow. <laughs> I sound like a douche. So anyways, that's it. Yeah. So we just want to thank y'all. Thank you for swinging on by. And we love ya. Yeah. And uh, we will not chat at you until after Christmas. So whatever holiday you celebrate... Happy holidays. And make out creepily under some mistletoe. Yes. Bye. With some Krampus. Ooh, bye.